Welcome to the Rediscover Italy podcast, a place for you to relive, revisit, and rediscover your love of Italy. My name is Laura Thayer. And I'm Cassandra Santoro, and we're your host for this podcast that takes our shared love of Italy in all of its forms and brings it to you. Welcome to the final episode in the first season of our podcast. I can't believe we're already here. <laughs> I'm so fast. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> To wrap up season one, we're going to share a little bit about creating the Rediscover Italy podcast and some of our personal highlights from along the way during this first season. We'll also chat about some of the intriguing and fun ideas we have coming up for season two. In addition to all that great information, we're also going to talk about how the podcast inspired our Italy travel in 2021 and some new exciting aspect of these places that we discovered or learned along the way, which essentially is the best part of rediscovering Italy. Yes, that's the that's the whole idea. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to get us started by saying that it's been quite the experience creating this podcast with you, Cassandra. It, uh, it was born out of this shared love of Italy, and that's a beautiful place. Yeah, thank you. No, it's... Uh, I'll go on to talk about it, but our... The information and reliving the things that we experience has been so beautiful. So thanks to you for that as well. Well, and it's just been incredible what we've created here and also the great community that's formed uh, with podcast listeners really from all over the world. And uh, what, what makes it even more incredible to me is that what we've done has revealed only the tiniest of slivers of what there is to discover here in Italy. And I, I hope that you, our listeners, have also felt that same joy of discovery or rediscovery as we've chatted with some lovely guests this season from Venice to Molise, Lazio and Basilicata, which just begins to touch on uh, all the different regions in Italy. So there's, there's so much more. And uh, along the way, Cassandra, your travels have taken us from Trieste, the furthest most spot in northeast Italy all the way down to the beaches in Sicily. And I know for one, I have been enjoying traveling along vicariously with you and seeing the photos that you've shared with your travels on the Rediscover Italy blog and on Instagram. And um, I hope that as well, um, that my tips on Campania have inspired listeners to, to get out there and explore more of this region that I, I love and that I get to call home. So we've talked about food, about beaches, about history and traditions, and so much more. And it's just been such a pleasure to go on this journey with all of you. Yes, I second everything you said, Laura. And as I noted before, um, I have the same sentiment about doing this podcast with you. Uh, you know, it's funny, as you're a writer, it's always wonderful to see your point of view um, whether that's the travel tips in your guidebook or blog or even daily stories of, and clips of your life um, that you share on social media. But hearing you out loud <laughs> share them with our audience has been <laughs> and so inspiring for me and helpful. Um, your over a decade living in this paradise really shines. So thank you again for that. And yes, I was inspired by the podcast to get back to uh, many of these locations, I wanted to specifically discover more, um, even um, more than the first time. For example, um, I did get to the region of Rioli, Venezia, Giulia, as we spoke about in episode six. I started in Trieste and made a point to visit the 
reserve. You got to help me with this, Laura, because I'm always re- re- <laughs> reserve di San Saba, I think. Uh, yes, yeah, Laura says it much uh, better than me in Italian. Um, but what's so important is that this is a former rice factory um, that turned into a concentration camp during World War II. It was um, a site and still is a site of great importance that I actually missed during my first visit to Trieste. And I said, when I go back, I need to make a point to get there. And I did. Thank you to amazing local guides in the area. So I highly recommend that if you are in um, northern Italy to pass by. As I mentioned, it's of great importance of um, the history of Italy. But in addition, um, I also learned about the local boat regatta, which, Laura, I'm sure you would appreciate because of Amalfi's regatta. Yes, I want to hear more about this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. It takes place every October. Um, and, you know, what inspired me the most um, while learning about this, we were sitting on the sea and I was eating a delicious seafood gnocchi um, with a local uh, guide. And um, some children were learning to sail. Um, and she was saying, yeah, essentially one day they will be part of this regatta. So I, oh, that's beautiful. That's the Italy that we love so much. So, um, yeah, it was beautiful, beautiful day. It is. I love that. It's, it, it's one of the very small elements of the procession during the festival of Sant'Andrea in Amalfi, where the men traditionally wear these red jackets and Every year, you'll see during the procession time that they also have tiny little red jackets for their uh, sons. Cute. And so you see these little kids running around dressed in these red jackets, um, just like their just like their fathers. And one day you think, oh, they're going to grow up and carry the statue of of Santa Andrea in the procession. It's just like you said. It's just one of those beautiful, quiet, and simple moments that are so special in Italy. Oh, love it. And uh, I also wanted to add that um, all of this talk of Trieste during the podcast and then watching your travels, I really didn't know very much about that city or that part of Italy uh, until this year. And I just, I love watching your stories, especially this year when you went there. And as a side note, everyone should go follow Cassandra on Instagram at Travel Italian Style, because <laughs> such a great way to see Italy through Cassandra's eyes. But um, yeah, it was so great to see Trieste because I was, I've been inspired this summer to finally start reading this book that's called Trieste and the Meaning of Nowhere, which is a classic travelogue and just a beautiful portrait of a place that was written by Jan Morris, who was a great Welsh historian and, and travel writer. And so it, at the same time, reading this book and then seeing your travels, Cassandra, it's just been such a great place to... It's such a great way, sorry, to see this place come to life. Oh, I'm so excited that you shared that with me, really. I mean, um, I've never heard of the book, first of all, so thanks for that. Um, I would love to check it out. And, you know, I've spoke about this on the past podcast, but um, really, Venezia Julia just has so much to offer, and it's such a unique part of the country. I mean, Trieste is one part of the country, but then I actually also stayed in Udine, Hmm. um, you know, outside um, uh, Trieste, which essentially is between Venice and Trieste. So it has these characteristics of really Venezia Giulia, but also very influenced by uh, Venetian culture. Hmm. They even have cecchette and things there. So, um, wow, I'm excited about the book. 
Um, and I hope that some of you, yeah, will will check out the region. Um, so I also stayed in Udine. Um, I stayed at a very charming bed and breakfast. And actually, you can see more of that on the Travel Italian Style Instagram. I give details about it. But just to sort of sum up my experience, <laughs> it was amazing. We drove through sunflower fields, tasted wonderful wine, wonderful wine. Um, I was very impressed by the variety of wines that we tasted. Um, hiked in beautiful forests that had waterfalls and even had a special dinner at candlelight. Um, it really was magical. While the olive trees mm. swayed in the background, we enjoyed the local specialty, which is called frico which is a potato and cheese um, dish, which is very, very typical from the area. So um, I tried many different kinds. That was my first um, my first day trying Frico um, was this beautiful scenic um, experience, but I had many more after that because it's absolutely delicious and so unique. Yeah, is it like a pasta or? It's, okay, it's really hard to describe. It's basically like a, they eat it with polenta. Ooh. So it's... Um, yeah, it's like, I can't really describe, it's literally maybe like a potato cake with okay. cheese. Um, so I guess sometimes it's round, sometimes it doesn't have like a perfect shape. But it's, yeah, I'd say like, is it, do we have that in America? Potato cake, like a, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. No, but it sounds like it would be popular. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and actually his friend um, does um, import it in, and export it, import um, some sort of business with Frico um, mm. to the United States. So I think you can get it like an Ikea. Really? Like, I know it sounds crazy, but because you'll never find it in the States, I think you can get like the frozen kind. Maybe I'll have to put a picture on the blog. Yes, definitely. I want to see. <laughs> so please uh, be sure see the blog after because I'm usually pretty good at describing food. But in this case, I... I really don't have anything in comparison to like mm -hmm. U.S. culture, for example, that would be like a Frico. Yeah, no, and that's completely different. And one, as a side note here, what one of the things that I really love about foods is how, like in Italy, is how unexpected things can be. Like my my <laughs> husband's sister makes a great version of a local dish in Campania, which is pasta with potatoes and, and provola. Mm. And it's just, it's amazing. And it's, I mean, it's a bomb, as they say. Like, it's, <laughs> but it's so good. That does sound delicious. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a good point because then it can change from one household to the next. But gosh, now I'm hungry, but it is lunchtime here. So, um, but um, yeah, in addition to all the amazing, um, ex amazing experiences in Friuli, I also um, passed by the Tusha area. And had a mini tour from our episode four guest, uh, Virginia Di Gaetano. So that was really cool to see the things that we spoke about come to life. Obviously, I've been all over Lazio, but I didn't have that, you know, in depth of a tour of the Tusha area before. So I'm really grateful for that. And um, I also enjoyed some music festivals in Ravello and also my first celebration of the patron saint of Santa Ana in Sorrento. She's actually the patron saint of the Marina Grande area. So it was my first time experiencing that. And now I have trips to Sicily and Capri planned for sure, and hopefully Calabria. So um, was definitely inspired by our own podcast to, you know, when you start talking about these things, I said, oh, I really missed it, especially last year because I didn't travel that much. So it's been um, a very busy but beautiful summer so far yeah you've you've truly been maximizing summer in in southern italy and and also traveling as well 
So you are you are getting the most out of it. But but even with all this fun going on, uh, we've also been busy planning the next season of the podcast too, and it's going to be a great one. So I am looking forward, especially to introducing listeners to uh, some great people, creatives, fellow writers, and interesting people from across the country who are keeping Italy's traditions alive. And uh, we also have so many great topics still to cover that were already suggested by listeners, so we promise that we will get to some of those too. Yes, I am very excited as well. And I'm looking forward to season two, mostly because it's going to be a time for us to dig even deeper and get a better idea of what that term, when you hear what Italy is, you know, it's even a hashtag these days. Um, So I'm excited to dig deeper into that. What does it mean? Who is behind it? What shapes the country and the people in each and every region? And what does that mean to us and to you as travelers? Um, because it's really about connecting Italy to our soul and our lifestyle. A lot of the listeners, I found, really do have a deeper connection. So we want to just strengthen that even more. So yeah, we're excited to to take that route and see where it leads us. Yeah, that's great. Exactly. Going deeper, continuing to go deeper, and uh, discovering and rediscovering more. And uh, I hope also in the season to come that we'll take the podcast on the road across Italy. We've talked about that. We'll see how that goes. And of course, you know, there's still so much happening in the world. So that will depend a little bit on how the season goes and travel in Italy. But um, on that topic, I wanted to just take a moment to say, because I think we're all getting a little bit or a lot frustrated Mm -hmm. at how things are going around the world and how long this pandemic is going on. But um, I have to say that uh, looking back on this first season of the podcast, it, it reminds me that we've already come so far. Um, exactly because this idea, it was born <laughs> during COVID travel restrictions and before vaccines. You know, but now when I look at it, I see, okay, well, now Cassandra's here in Italy traveling. <laughs> and we're both fortunate to be vaccinated and to be able to go out and enjoy experiences in Italy this year. And doing that, you know, how we can, safely, respectfully. But, I mean, of course, yes, we still have so far to go. And to do that, we all need to continue to work together. Um, That's the big topic of conversation these days. But looking at what we've created is has reminded me that, most of all, this shared love of Italy that we've created, that we have, that we all have, has brought people from around the world together. And that is um, something that unites us. And that's a beautiful thing. And so, yeah, I just wanted to to add that, you know, we just, uh, you know, forza, as they say in Italy. <laughs> Andiamo avanti insieme. Uh, let's keep going together. So let's let's keep sharing what we love about Italy and keep, keep working together and uh, discovering what a new normal is for, for all of us in Italy. Yeah, that's so beautifully said. I don't even need to add anything I think you captured it perfectly um so thank you for that that was um, a beautiful reminder that I think we all need every once in a while so forza and coraggio right yes exactly so um yeah well thank you all for listening as always and being part of the rediscover Italy podcast community um just a quick note we'll be taking a short break this summer 
true to the Italian style, but we'll be back soon with season two. Until then, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or Google Play so you won't miss any future episodes. And Or maybe you want to listen to some past episodes um, you know, to relive the travels that we took um, in the past few months. And you'll find all of our listening options and more on our website, www.rediscoveritalypodcast.com, where you can also sign up for our newsletter and check out our blog. Uh, there are detailed show notes uh, and links to episode highlights there as well. And don't forget to join our community on social media. Find us on Instagram and Facebook on the name Rediscover Italy Podcast, where we keep the love of Italy flowing between episodes. Thank you for following and listening. And until next season, al presto. Al presto.